Welcome to the Happy Place, aka the Madhouse, aka the Madhouse Podcast, episode 287. This is your captain speaking, along with Mike Larkin, LFA, and the Walker. Uh, well, we finally had a disappointing AEW pay per view, and it only took a year and a half. Uh, so we'll go all in <clears throat> on All Out a little later, because they definitely redeemed themselves on Dynamite anyway. We also have the next match in the promo bowl. Congratulations, Moses, and to Chris Maldonado. A nice return. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Big. Came back with the fire, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Um, to be honest, I don't think his fire ever went out. He just kind of went quiet. Uh, but first, let's, let's get into this week's WWE, which has left me with so many questions. I'm so glad I didn't watch Raw. I'm just going to leave it at that. Well, th- this is where the questions come in, because <laughs> I know they're not the most logical of writers, but Jesus Christ. So, uh, Drew McIntyre miraculously recovers from a fractured skull. Oh, no, wait, sorry, it's a fractured jaw now. I, mean, I, I guess he must have called the doctor and said, they want me back on it all next week. Okay, well, you can have a fractured jaw instead. Stand Thank up. You, doctor. Thank Stand you, doctor. Up. Stand up. <laughs> Uh, Randy will see you next week for his fractured jaw, right? Right. Uh, so he, he comes in in an ambulance, which he stole from the hospital he was at two weeks ago. Did uh, somebody steal an ambulance and come back to Raw or SmackDown? Yeah, that, that was Mark, Mark, well, Am, Ambrose. Ambrose. There you go. Um, it was also very nice how the ambulance's siren smoothly transitioned into Drew McIntyre's entrance music as he opened the door. Well, you know, they had that sound clip from uh, when he was when back when he was in NXT. So they're like, fucking play it. <laughs> the whole thing was just so ridiculous. But I mean, Drew storms to the ring like nothing ever happened and drops Orton with a claymore. Okay. This is where the logic comes into it. We've, obviously, it, it takes more than two weeks to recover from a fractured jaw, let alone a fractured skull. Right. <laughs> Coming from a guy who had his jaw dislocated, it is not a quick injury. No. You certainly ain't going to show up to work two weeks later and start kicking people in the face. No. I had to eat food out of a straw for seven weeks. Ouch. Meanwhile, Drew's also cutting promos. You lucky. I need some of those jeans. I'm I'm just wandering around backstage for three hours. I know, right? Like, shouldn't you be like at home resting? No, nah, I got shit to do. All right, whatever. It, it was it was nice for him to bring the belt with him as well. Priorities. Well, you know, I was about to say, you know, you can't leave that thing at home. You know, you could have left it in the fridge. Only only punk does that. <laughs> uh, obviously, like I said, it wasn't the the only time we saw Drew all night. Um, because he's just wandering backstage, and who, who's the official's name? Which one? Who seems to be sort of the acting GM or whatever of Raw. Adam oh, Adam Pierce, former Adam ROH Pierce. superstar Adam Pierce. yep. Yes. He, he's having a tough time trying to get Drew to leave the building. <laughs> he sucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he did okay for a few weeks keeping Retribution out. Oh, yeah, because, you know, the, the, the group known as Retribution is on their way. And it's like, you can't just say, like, can you keep these fucking geeks out of here? Yeah. And Postman Pierce, man, which was kind of funny. 
<laughs> Pardon you. <laughs> what happened? What the fuck? Where did that come from? That was on Friday Night SmackDown when he was having him sign the contract. Oh, that's up. right. Where he like showed up at fucking in the Firefly Funhouse. Yes. <sighs> I, don't know. Um, I mean, whatever. other than the lack of logic, it was actually a pretty eventful night on Raw. Um, Not going to lie. First time I saw the feud, I thought it was Dan Matha. Cedric Olo. The team of Cedric Alexander, uh, Ricochet, and Apollo Crews. Yeah, Cedric Olo. Uh, versus the Hurt Business, and as has been teased for weeks, if not months, Cedric, uh, well, actually, he just jumped on his way to the ring by the Hurt Business, and then decides to turn on his team. Is that what happened? Okay, th- I'm it was really a ploy. excited to watch Raw. It was a ploy. It was a ploy. You know, they attack him, hey, maybe he's not enjoying the Hurt Business, you know, maybe you're doing something, maybe it's all a ploy, but in actuality, I am enjoying the Hurt Business. He did what Mr. Kennedy did, Mr. Anderson did in yes. TNA. I got tired of getting my ass kicked, so I'm going to join the Aces and Ites. I got tired of getting my ass kicked, so I'm going to join the Hurt Business. Well, I mean, at least Cedric hey. kind of fits with the Hurt Business. Anderson was a complete mismatch with Aces and Eights. Oh, it absolutely was. And, I mean, you look at Cedric from his Ring of Honor tenure, I mean, he could play heel very well when he was managed by the lovely Veda Scott. So I look forward to seeing what he does as the heel role in the Hurt Business. Yeah, I mean, he, do, he does kind of look like the fourth wheel, I guess. But maybe yeah. that's just because Take we're used time. to seeing the three of them together. That actually gives me a good idea. Maybe I should find an application and submit it to the Blackhearts. Um, there's more dissension in the ranks as Angel Gaza feels unneeded after Andrade and Zelina snub him in their entrance and then just walks out on him against the Street Profits I mean this has been teased for weeks if not months as well Andrade versus Gaza I'm just waiting for them to pull the trigger man fucking Gaza's all he's worried about is getting some pussy I mean can you blame him well first it doesn't matter where it comes from even his wife right what would it? I mean, he's all, I got the fucking bachelorette, bro. I got this fucking. I got who's uh Charlie or whatever. Charlie oh, she yeah. she's hot, by the way. She is. Well, the that's the thing. wasn't on Raw this week. No, well, that's Selena's right there. Well, that's the thing that makes me laugh about that. Well, you don't want to have to deal with Alistair Black on that. That's what me. I just said. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, I'm just going <laughs> to say real this. quick. <laughs> well, they you also had, what he proposed to his girlfriend on NXT. We're just supposed to forget that now. Now he's. Oh, Mr. that's right. Thank you. I. I almost forgot that. Because the thing is, when you leave NXT and you go to Raw or SmackDown, Will Smith's there waiting with the denuralizer. Yep. Men in Black. Will Smith reference once Seriously, again. Seriously, though. Yes. Oh, God. It's it's uh, it's bad. It is. And this is, this is the thing as well. Selena's not even interested in either one of them. She's no. all business. She is. Yeah. He's like Alexandra York, Terry Runnels back in the day, man. All business. Well, I mean, Terry Runnels got some. Well, I mean, later on, yeah, but I'm talking about Alexandra York, man. Hell, even Miss Hancock, man. Good Lord. Yeah, well, I mean, at least she ain't in, in no uh, sunny territory. Jesus. Oh, God, I do not want to have the sunny days, man. No, thank you. Sunny days. <laughs> Good Lord, man. Oh. oh, there was plenty of sunny D back in the day. No. <laughs> Moving no. on. <laughs> I had Brett and Sean couldn't get enough. Uh, and British Bulldog. Oh. That was that was the real Montreal screwjob. Oh! Oh, I love it. So, I love it. <laughs> so after the match was a nice surprise. 
Cesaro and Sheamus arrive to challenge Street Profits wait, to a Champions vs. Champions match. Hold on, wait, wait, Cesaro wait, 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 and Nakamura. What? I'm about to say, I was like, they got back together? I miss Cesaro I miss and Sheamus. Cesaro and Nakamura. <laughs> oh, I do. We are the bar. Ah, oh, that's awesome. And just kind of blank out Seamus now because he's just, he's literally okay. Brad Pitt snatching. No, he's not. No, he's not. You want to know who he is? He's trying to be Thomas Shelby from the fucking, <laughs> uh, the, uh, what's the goddamn Pinky show? Blinders. Uh, Pinky Blinders. My yeah. wife's trying to get me into that thing, but I swear to God, oh, I've seen that and I'm like, dude, that's who you're trying to be. You're trying, or you're trying to be Arthur. What are you trying to be one of the Shelbys? You can't do it. Everybody's like, well, oh, you gotta be a lunatic to be Arthur. All I know is, is that guy's my hero. And yeah, he's a lunatic. I love it. Mm. Uh, I, I still compare him to Brad Pitt. I'm just waiting for him to fight over a caravan. <laughs> I do. Get, I do get that whole impersonation thing. <laughs> I can totally see. I can totally see Seamus just. <laughs> I want to come up so Marty laughing. You like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm like picturing him sitting in the caravan looking around like oh <laughs> I'm like, oh god. Why the fuck do I want a caravan to go no fucking wheels? <laughs> oh, I have to watch that movie now. There's one for us, Mike. Yeah. Um but yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested in the champions versus champions match. I mean, I don't, I, I don't think we're going with the champions versus champions thing for Survivor Series. They kind of squashed it last year. We only had the women's match. That was into promotion. Are they going to be champions. unified now? I hope so. That's the rumor, and those belts are about ten years overdue. Thank you. God, those things are ugly. They I mean, are the I, worst. I in three different colors. <laughs> we had the pennies. Which were just the worst. They looked so bad. And then they were just like, okay, well, let's just make them nickels. And then fucking put red and blue straps on them because it's fabulous. Or I don't fucking know what. It drives me bananas. And I'm watching 96. And that's like, you have, I mean, from if you anybody remembers the 90s fucking tag titles, those are some hey, tag titles. Those are some titles, boy. <clears throat> Even when they brought in the SmackDown ones, they kind of modeled them after the same belts. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. They weren't exactly the same. They were just based on it. Yeah. It, it, I mean, what's so wrong with looking like a championship belt? You yeah. know, we got we to gotta style it up in their WWE way that just absolutely looks like crud. Let's it put is. a big-ass medallion around our waist. Put a big-ass W on that bitch. Oh, big old W. <laughs> Throw some Ds on that bitch while you're at it, too. It's the shiniest belt buckle I've ever seen. By that's the way. That's how Vince... Has the final word on designing belts. Like, where do you want the WWE logo? Yes. <laughs> yes. By the way, on a the sidebar there, Mr. Moses Marquez, since you were talking about 96, and I apologize for going off topic here, but dude, SummerSlam 96, y'all were covering that. Did you see the spot where Shawn Michaels tells Vader, move, asshole, move? Yeah, he, that, <laughs> I brought that up. I was just like, okay, see, the, the great thing about that, and I'll make it real quick, is Amir actually like had pointed out all the backstage heat that was really going on. And I just thought it was like Vader fucked up. And I just played it off. I loved it. They crapped all over it. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's like a historic match. I'm like, it was like a four. And they're like, it was like a two. Do you want the fuck? You don't even know what happened. I'm like, well, I, oh, that's why I'm why you're watching this shit. 
I was not a WWF kid. I, th- I think we hold things from back in the day in too high esteem sometimes. Yeah, we do. And then we go back and actually watch them and like, eh, yeah, that wasn't that great. Like I said, if I would have known <clears throat> all of the, the backstagery, then I probably would have given it a whole different thing. But, yeah, I can totally see what he meant now because it was like Sean just refused to get, to lose. Like, he could lose three, four different ways via countout, DQ. Uh, he, he beat up your mom, so they DQ'd, whatever. And then he's like, I have to win in the end. And I'm like, what? Okay, now I get it. I over, I was just like he overcame adversity, whatever. You know, I fucking I bought in because that's what you do in wrestling. You buy in. Mm-hmm. You either buy in or you sell out. There you go. Either <clears throat> death or perish, evolution style. Love it. Yep. Um, we had another breakup last week, and now this is where we really put it to the test, as it was Peyton Royce versus Billy oh. Kay. You know what? It was all right. It was all right, but it was just weird because neither seemed very bothered about having to face each other and then un- they until hugged. after the match. And then they hugged. Nothing. Yeah. Hug it out. I will say, though, I think Billy kind of had more personality in her entrance. Yes. And obviously her music was much more fitting. I don't know what the hell they did with Peyton Royce. You know the, uh, heel. You know the, like, the full heel turn's coming. Who's this new group? They've got Def something. Who? This new they group that's doing the music. Yeah, it's Def Label or something. Emphasis on Def. Oh, it's not even... It's the same yeah. fucking song all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not even those fuckers that see CFO and all that shit? No, they gone. That's why they're changing all the music. I just don't care anymore about the goddamn music. I just don't. <laughs> Let me see just who it is. Hire Jim. Please. Just bring back Jim. Yeah, Jim Johnson. Yeah. Oh, what about Dale Oliver? Is he still working for Impact? Yes, I believe so. Um, okay. Never so, mind then. Yeah. Jim Johnson. Well, we did see, well, we did see Dale Oliver on the uh, WWE Chronicle with Jeff Hardy when he was doing his music. Well, yeah, I mean, he's been very involved with Jeff's music. I mean, if if you listen to the original versions of Jeff's songs in Parrot's Wagon and then you listen to the Impact versions, they're always very, very different. Yeah, they are. Very true. Uh, especially Modest. Modest to the top. It was like three different versions of that. <laughs> yep, Def Label, man. My God, these... Oh, yeah, oh, I'm looking at this now. Yeah, Def Label. I don't think they've ever even tweeted. Have they? They're following like two people and they've never tweeted? Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Love it. it oh. It's like, maybe it's like a group of 13-year-olds that just got together. <laughs> oh, yeah, they just figured out how to use a mixed board on a laptop. <laughs> Look at this. Hey, it's Nicholas they're... and his friends. Oh, it's like free, it's like friggin' Zach Morris and all them just forming Zach Attack in the garage. Oh, and say, oh. Yeah, but twenty twenty style. Yeah, buddy. You know, Mike, I was just thinking the other day actually, how cringy was that rapping Seven Dwarfs episode of Saved by the Bell? Oh my God! You know that's right. Yes. <laughs> my eyes bugged out when you brought oh that. Oh my up. God! Friggin', you know, I'm so kiss me, Mama. Yeah, AC Slater. Yep, 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 yep. My heart belongs to this wicked queen. Oh, my God. It's cheesy, but it was funny, man. It's like when they were singing, you know, friggin', uh, you know, uh, come go with me at the sock hop, man. Come on. Come on. Just like Death Label, because that kind of trying to be cool rapping back in the 90s was all exactly the same tune. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. <laughs> it is. Same tune. Uh... 
Um, so obviously they're going with Peyton Royce, who got the win. But like mm-hmm. I said, I think Billy Kay had more presence in the entrance. Jeez. Obviously, Peyton's slightly got the edge in the wrestling skills. Just slightly. Yeah, just slightly. But I see like a big heel turn coming for her. I think, did you guys see the exclusive after Raw where she was pretty much like, yeah, I beat her. And then she pretty much had like that face of intent. And she looks like she's good. Like, there's like a heel turn coming. Like, she's trying to be like, oh, yeah, you know, me and Billy. And then now it's just like, Arr. you know what I'm saying? You can kind of see yeah. she's going to become this biatch. I, I definitely got a kind of a heel vibe from Peyton during the match. And yeah. even in her entrance, she was just kind of looked like, eh, screw all you guys. Well, that's something. I'm going screw you guys. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> but she's someone that's very formidable to go against Asuka. I mean, I know we got Asuka and Mickey James yeah. next. But I got to say, Peyton Royce and Asuka, that's NXT written all over it, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I missed NXT for a while, so the first time I saw the Iconics was in that triple threat match against Asuka, and I actually thought Peyton was going to win. Me too, yeah, that was the one that also included Nikki Cross, right? But wasn't that the second one? I'm sure that there was a triple threat match first, and then I'm, it was a I, fatal four-way. I thought there was a fatal four-way first. I remember a triple threat. All I remember about early NXT is I was like, when they first did pa- Bailey versus Eva Marie and Nia Jax was Eva Marie's Diesel, I'm like... For the love of God, please don't put the belt on this woman. And then thankfully they didn't. And actually, it wasn't a bad match. You know what I'm saying? But thank thanks to Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's just gotta go, eh. Okay. Remember those early uh, days of freaking NXT with Bailey and okay, Eva? So NXT San Antonio. It was definitely Asker Billy Kay. Ah, yeah, that was a fail for me. But I'm See? sure it was a triple threat as well. I, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Ugh. But I way, Hold on a second. Digress. I don't mean to cut you off again, but dude, Eva Marie, what the hell is that shit with the high heels on SmackDown, man? Are they saying it's Eva Marie? Are we aiming that it's Eva Marie? Or are we thinking it's someone from NXT or like Chelsea Green or some shit? Uh, well, it's been rumored she wants to get back into wrestling and she, she... commented on the video, so eh. I'm okay. You know why I'm okay with it? Just because, like, she defended professional wrestling and actually has the respect for it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay. She's yeah. got the respect for it, but she can't wrestle for shit. And please I'm don't okay kill Carmella cheeks. Yeah, but don't unless, kill Carmella again. Unless she spent the last three years or so really working on it, then we'll see. No, she didn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, she didn't me. She's not fucking Pat McAfee fucking sitting in, the cor- <laughs> like, sitting in the dark fucking messing around like, I'm going to buy a ring. And, like, no, she's like, I'm a fucking model. That's all I give a shit about. Hold the hell up, man. She's not Cameron, for God's sake. She's not Arian Andrew, girl, bye. I would actually say hello to Eva Marie. I would actually say hello to Eva Marie. (laughs) Well, yeah, I would, too. Have you seen her? Hell yeah. Who I really want to meet is her fucking crazy-ass boyfriend, Vinny. That guy's funny. Oh, Jonathan or whatever his name is, the ball guy? Yeah. I thought his name was Vinny. Vinny? No, that's... Oh, Cameron, my bad. I was thinking Eva Marie. Eva Marie's married to some guy named Jonathan. Oh, Vinny? Are they even still together? I don't even think they're still together anymore. I thought man. they were. I don't know. Uh, I just remember that shit from the... Yes, I'm going to totally admit that from oh, the when, total bellas. When he wanted to kick Brodus Clay's ass, I'm like, dude, what are that, you doing? Mm, maybe she tried to go down on him face down. Oh! Oh, hey. hey. Maybe. Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, we get the entire Mysterio family again. Um, mo- moving on to nice family-friendly stuff now. <laughs> I'd laugh so hard when I seen all four. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I was like, now this kid can't go anywhere without mommy and daddy, and now his fucking sister? 
hold on a second, man. I'm just going to say this right now. 19-year-old, the beautiful Aaliyah has grown up ever since CM Punk just sang that creepy-ass lullaby right in the face. And I got to say, she's blossomed, man. She's blossomed. Yeah, my savior got some good jeans. That he does. Big time. Uh, apparently, they're all Louis Vuitton jeans as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, that was another thing as well. Dominic said, if you touch any of my family, I'll something. Leave them at home, then. Stop bringing them to the <laughs> Stop putting them in harm's way, goddammit. This, this is a guy who literally tore the skin off your back with a candlestick, and you want to bring your sister and your mom. Right? Mm. Like, okay. they fucking took your dad's eye, quote-unquote. And, like, well, come on, you want to go check him out up close? Also, where the hell's Rollins? Because uh, Becky's not Jew yet. I was just going to say. No idea. It's kind of early, yeah? She's still got a couple months, a month, something like that. Yeah, she's she's yeah, she's got at least three months, I think. That's what I thought. I reckon. <laughs> I fucking reckon. Maybe he's got a fractured jaw. Everybody's got a fractured <laughs> oh, yeah, jaw. I'll be back next week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Murphy challenges Dom to a street fight, and still Dominic wants to bring his family to the ring. Oh yeah, because street fight, you know, which Let's that's because that's where fight, I want so I'm my. Gonna... Put him in harm's way even more. Okay. You know, because uh-huh. as a proud Mexican son, that's the first place I want my mom is right next to me in a street fight. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> With a candlestick in hand. No. You fucking, she's hit me. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Get, away, get back in the house. Yes, ma'am. I'm you 31. You know what I mean? Like she, no, that's not how this works. Um, well, before the match, uh, we finally see Drew is still in the building because he left his phone in the ambulance. That's excuse number one. Sometimes you gotta leave it in the ambulance. <laughs> um, Asuka and Mickey James are heading for a match next week, uh, non-title, uh, but they teamed up against Natana this week. I'm, I'm just oh, giving team names to I everybody. Hate I hate it. I hate it. it is horrible. I hate it. What it's are they horrible. doing? What are they doing in Italia? The boat. The boat. I mean, AJ Lee once said talent is not sexually transmitted. I don't think it's transmitted via <laughs> being next to somebody either. So I don't know why they paired it with Lana. I hate it. Oh, I missed that line. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Amazing promo. Um. Yeah, so very simple tag match. Asuka and Mickey get the win, and then they kind of there's some tension there because they're going to face each other next week non-title, and then I'm guessing we're going to get title match at Clash of Champions. I cannot wait uh, because if their NXT encounter was any indication, I cannot wait. Yeah, and, and what the hell is Mickey James drinking? Because woman does not age. She Beauty, hasn't aged right? for like 20 years. Oh, Jesus. And she's had a kid. God bless. I hate you, Nick Aldis. And she got pushed right. off a deep in front of a train. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and she like country singer famous too. Hardcore yeah. country. Yes. Forty one. <laughs> Jeez. Last I heard, she's running for presidency. Holy shit! He talks. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yes, I do remember. I don't think anything ever came of it though. Nope. I couldn't vote anyway. I'd have voted for her. 
Um, so Cedric Alexander officially joins the herd business uh, in an, in the VIP lounge. However, Apollo Shea, Doctor Apollo and Ricochet, and the uh, Viking Raiders attack. This equals an eight-man tag because, of course. Oh, poor friggin' Ibar, man. Hurt. Yeah, what the hell happened to him? I didn't even tope see Tope Suicida. And he, you can see him at the end after he does the Tope Suicida. He's, like, grabbing on his hand and his arm. Ah, so he landed on his, like, yeah. on his hand. Yep, yep. So, so it's not a fractured jaw. Like a cervical deal. Uh, that'll, that'll be a hairline fracture. <laughs> and, no, you know, he'll probably actually be out for, like, a month with that. Probably. Um, Cedric gets to win over Ricochet with a dusty finish. Oh, the Mexico driver. Was it a three? <laughs> was it a three? I'm not was... entirely sure why you need a dusty finish in an eight-man tag. But okay. Okay. I mean, he's literally betrayed him early that night, so obviously the feud's going to continue. Nah, but we got to let you know it's going to continue. <laughs> we got to make it obvious it's going to continue. Mm-hmm. Just so long as you don't. Does, I hope this doesn't mean we need to have another eight-man tag, though. I don't want to see it. But the one thing i got to say, just because I know we're going to get to it, but yo, friggin' Shayna Baszler getting pinned by Liv Morgan and then the whole Nia Jax thing in Retribution. Inform me, because yes. it sounds interesting. Yes. Um, so Riot Squad against Shayna. Liv gets to pin as Nia is criticizing Shayna's Wrestling, basically. She wanted her to do the Samoan drop. She wanted her to do the Samoan drop, and she listened, and it cost her. Why in the world would Nia Jax give anybody any wrestling advice, call a spot, anything? What in the holy shit? You should have closed your fist. You should have closed your fist. Oh, yeah, you should have just punched her in the mouth. Oh. Uh, immediately after the match, Nia gets her chance against the Riot Squad, uh, which ends in a no contest because the commentators completely ignore the lights flickering on and off. Even though they well, know exactly so what it means. They're so used to it by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, Retribution have their own logo now. Cool. Even though they're a gang of hoodlums invading the building. That makes no sense either. Like, why are you giving these people logos now and they're just supposed to be like outsiders? It makes no sense. Pal. Oh, just go uh, fuck off. They actually cut a promo this week, and of course, it was very, very dark and shadowy, but some people know how to enhance photos. Um, so I think we can definitely say one of them is Mia Yim. Then Dijakovic. Yeah, Di- he was definitely the one talking. Mojo Raleigh. Oh, really? Uh, Dio, Dio Madden. Dio Madden, definitely. Um, and Mercedes Martinez. Oh, Mercedes would work. Well, yeah, that makes sense since she lost on NXT. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Damn, just fucking shoot her to the moon, huh? She's great, man. Like, well, I'll be no, honest. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I just, I'm like, wow, I didn't really think that they'd actually get her. They, I mean, for fuck's sake, oh. it took Vince fucking how many months to, to, to quote unquote get Shayna Baszler? True. And he still barely gets her? I- <laughs> don't know i don't get it but here's the thing about mercedes martinez you got a girl that's been on the indie scene since the mid 2000s and then mm-hmm. she comes into the may young classic absolutely kills it they finally give her a chance on nxt and she kills it now she's up on the main you gotta love it yeah I I think good for her 
I think they actually said a Mercedes nameplate or NXT 12-year veteran. Yes. Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Uh, but we've skipped ahead a little bit because after the eight-man tag, Drew is still in the building. Um, <laughs> this time he grabbed the wrong phone and now he can't find an exit. Oh, damn, this isn't my phone. Ain't that a bitch. <laughs> How the hell did you get out of here? How do you just pick up somebody else's phone? Yeah, why was there two phones in the ambulance? But does it ha- he stole, so you're trying to tell me that he stole somebody else's phone now? He stole an ambulance, now he's stealing phones. He picked up the bat phone. Grand larceny at this point. Whoops, this is a walkie-talkie. <laughs> oh, yes, this isn't my, my smartphone. <laughs> it's kind of like Eurotrip. This isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> well, after the... Well, I mean, we all know why Drew's sticking around, but after the match, we find out exactly why he's still around. Uh, Orton versus Keith Lee, again. Yeah. Okay, stop it now. Enough. Enough yeah. is enough. We get it. Um, an absolute surprise to nobody. Drew hits a Claymore out of nowhere. So that's Yay. Claymore number two for Randy. Um, now, in between the Riot Squad matches and this, and everything, we're going back and forth to Raw Underground where Alistair Black and Kevin Owens are just brawling all over the place. Well, that's what yep. you do in Raw Underground, am I wrong? Yeah, but usually to show the whole fight, they don't skip back to another match in the ring. <laughs> he killed that kid, Alistair Black, with that black mask. Jesus! He did. Oh. And he damn sure killed KO, swinging him into the wall. That he did. Um. So, yeah, after the retribution promo is where we come to the interview area where Randy's nursing his poor jaw and gets another Claymore. <laughs> so he'll be back in two weeks after a fractured jaw. Everybody's out with the jaw. Everybody's getting the jaw fractured. Funny though, Brock took three claymores. Yeah, you did. Then again, Brock's got a jaw of steel. And it's Brock Lesnar. And it's Brock Lesnar who doesn't go to hospital. <laughs> no, he just goes back to his cabin in, in fucking Saskatoon. Saskatoon. Yeah, he just stitches yeah. himself up like Rambo. Yep. Um, main event was, of course, a street fight, which ended with all the Mysterios smacking up everybody <laughs> with candlesticks, <laughs> and apparently now you can quit He's a, goddamn a street piñata. fight. Yeah, that's that's another thing. You brought it up. I'm like, when, since when can you say I quit in a street fight? Is it a street fight or an I quit match? Because they, they definitely said street fight. Yes, they did. Is it a street said, fight, I quit match, no count out, no DQ? He it, said no mas. It's a no holds barred street fight. He said no mas. <laughs> and she didn't want to hit him with a kendo stick, though, but she I noticed that. Fixed. I noticed that. That was her funny. <laughs> She's like watching her two kids and her husband beat up a guy with a kendo stick. Yeah, you you, you try. Oh, I can't do it. All right. He, he beat your son to a pulp. And hit you don't guy. want to hit him. Right. I just don't want to hit him. He he also took part in popping out your husband's eyeball. Just hit I, him. Just hit him. Just hit him. <laughs> and she did. Was and like, then, t- of course, buddy quit. Typical Mexican mother. That's what he gets for messing around. Mm-hmm. So you lose your eye because you piss somebody off. Whatever, pendejo. That's your fault. Like, okay, goddamn. Thanks. Jeez. Can I get some support here? No. Okay. That's Mexican's life right there. 
Maybe, maybe she didn't want to take the candlestick because it wasn't made by Louis Vuitton. There you go. Bad and bougie. Well, there, there was even logos on Ray's mask. What the hell's going on? Has he got some kind of sponsorship? I yes, know. man. Yes, he does. <laughs> and that was the end of Raw. Thank God. <laughs> hey, it took us a good nearly half an hour to get through it, though. Nearly over. Unfortunately, people, it took us even longer to watch it. That is true. Uh, so on to this week's bout in the promo bowl. Let's enter the promo dome. This next bout in the promo bowl is a rematch from the promo league. Both made their promo debuts this year, with Cypher just narrowly edging out on experience, but is that enough to conquer the Phoenix's inner demon? Phoenix is also highly decorated in other Max Wrestling accolades before turning to promo competition. I heard someone that beat my ass last time was talking shit wanting a rematch. So listen here, Phoenix. I ran far and ride just to get here to tell you I'm not scared of you. Last time I underestimated you, last time you beat my ass. Bravo to you, sir. Whoop the fucking do. But I'm back for a vengeance, and I told you boys, told you girls, even told you, Demas, I'm hungry, and I'm ready to eat. Now... Yeah, I just ran my big ass up here because I heard you was talking shit, Phoenix, and quite frankly, that shit don't matter because when it comes to this time around, I'm going to get past you, I'm going to beat the mythological beast, I'm going to clip little birdie's wings, and I'm going to go and get that title. Now, if whoever else thinks they're going to get it, they're going to have to go through me because I deserve it more. I want it more, and I don't care who I got to go through. I don't care if I got to go through Moses Marquez, Chris Maldonado, etc., etc. Because it's mine. And I'm taking it, and I'm bringing it around Daddy's waist. So it's time to put all the kids to bed, read them a bedtime story, and tuck their ass in for the night. Because at the end of this bedtime story, I will have the gold around my waist or on my shoulder, whichever looks good. But first things first, I got to get through the Phoenix. And we all know Craig. He's good. He's really good. I give him that. But last time I underestimated the Phoenix because I didn't know how dark he was. But it's all right, though, because the Phoenix won't win again. He ain't going to beat me twice. I don't care what anybody says. Phoenix will just have to come here to North Carolina and try to burn me himself, but he can't. As you can see, I ain't got no, I ain't got no problem running up facing my problems, facing my next opponent. And I don't run much, as you can see. But, excuse me, but that goes without saying, Phoenix, you're in my way, and you're guarding my plate, and I'm hungry, so what that means is I'm going to bite your ass if you even try to touch anything on my plate, and I don't care who else i got to go through either. I hope y'all are listening and looking into this camera. You can look into the depths of my soul, look into the depths of my heart, you can take my eyeballs out, do what you're going to do, 
but you're going to get your ass whooped today, Phoenix. And anybody else who won't step into Big Dog Jordan. I ain't talking Roman Reigns. I'm talking me, Cypher. So, with that being said, Mr. Phoenix, I hope you have a nice evening, a nice day. Because this is the end of the line for you, buddy. It's over. I'm coming for what's mine. And if you got a problem with that, then try to cut a better promo than me. Try to make it look, you know, presentable. Don't just hide in the shadows. For once, step out and let people see who you really are. Because you ain't no phoenix. You ain't no phoenix. You a swallow. And spitters are quitters. So remember that, phoenix. But I don't know. Maybe it's just because I've been nice too long that I didn't think I would get there. But I'm not playing nice no more and I'm coming for what's mine, so. Who's next? So it seems that Corey Coulter, aka Cypher, wants his soul back. <laughs> Cypher, Corey, you need to understand something. I play for keeps. Now, you may be the only person that I've beaten so far, but I've still proven that I should not be underestimated. I have already welcomed you to my domain. Now, get ready to burn in my domain. This is the voice of Killer Cross, and right about now, we are about to take it to the max. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Welcome to the Madhouse. Watching Corey run was absolutely hilarious. Yes, it was. <laughs> <coughs> I don't run often, I can tell. Me neither. He's always you should hungry. watch him play. You should, you should watch him play basketball. <laughs> are you are you sure? He, hey, Trav, you know him better than me. Are you sure he's not always running? Because he's always hungry. Every time I turn around, oh. he's hungry. <laughs> he's always hungry for something. <laughs> just, just make sure if you give them Taco Bell to put extra lettuce on them, that'll make them really pissed off. But he'll definitely start running then. Dude, I, I swear to God, the guy has a fear of lettuce. Hey, I don't like me lettuce too. either, but it's not that extreme. See? All right. Caesar's sounding very much like me. He doesn't run very often. He hates <laughs> lettuce, and he's always cooking. <laughs> <sighs> I feel you, Corey. We do. Yeah, we do. Okay, week two of the Tuesday Night War. Um, NXT kicked it off with the NXT Championship, Balor and Cole. Excellent match, as we knew it would be. Had a fucking wrestling match. That was a wrestling match. It was awesome, though. Uh, this honestly, is real wrestling. That's what it was. I mean, I, I, I predicted Balor would win, but it, 
still could have gone either way, really. It felt like it could have gone either way. I really thought Cole was going to win. Mm. But I'm I'm actually glad Balor won. I, I feel like this could be... Because like they were using him as this guy to put on great matches. I was like, well, then have him do it yeah. as a champion. There you go. Yeah, I mean, how long has he been back in NXT now? Like a year? About that, At yeah. At least. Yeah, right after the um, right after the uh, Bray Wyatt bout. Yeah, and he's really not done much. So it's about the yeah. same time. Has, has it really been a year? Yeah, yep. right after he faced yeah. the Fiend at SummerSlam, he went right on to NXT. Good God, I thought he just debuted like a few months ago. Oh fuck <laughs> no! Damn, I'm just saying how damn time flies. Well, he returned a few months ago because obviously Priest. Took him out in the ever dangerous NXT parking lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He needs like an armored fucking van to park there. Right? You could be kidnapped. Your Cameron Grimes could fuck with your car. You never know what's going to happen. Please tell me you have a valet service. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's ran by Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Take it to the moon, baby. So, and where did you park it? He just points up there. All right. Where the hell was he this week? I was looking forward to seeing some camera grabs. Ah, he's on the moon. <laughs> he's on the moon. It was hard to get down. Oh, boy. You know all those stories about the man in the moon? Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. By the way, I'm not to jump around, but you know what I was really happy about this week on NXT? I'm going to say Shotzi. Well, besides that, another okay. reason. That oh, got him off there. He got his ass kicked. Yes. Um. So, quickly... I'm I'm glad the NXT title match didn't finish in a typical, you know, finisher pin. It was a pretty big 1916 from the top rope. Woo! Just like a gnarly DDT, honestly, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, God damn. Uh, the like funny thing face. was afterwards, though, Cole shakes Balor's hand backstage in the least socially distanced corridor in the world. Yep. Too sweet, me brother. Like, I've oh, yeah. crawled Those through bigger spaces in Tomb Raider. Right. And they actually put it on TV, too. Oh, oh well. I digress. Uh, we mentioned Shotzi. She's up next. Because uh, she catches Robert Stone about to wreck her tank. Leave that damn tank alone. I said the same thing when I saw him. I'm like, you better fucking not. <laughs> um, Aaliyah jumps Shotzi and accidentally bumps into Io Shirai, who's having a photo shoot. Oh, no. <laughs> you don't do that. You don't bump into Yoshirai when she's having a photo shoot. Uh, um, obviously, it leads to the ring, and Aaliyah just gets taken out by both of them. Poor Robert Stone tries to make a save, but just gets a gut shot from Shotzi. And then, then we get a little tease uh, with Eo giving the belt back to with uh, Shotzi. Sorry, giving the belt back to Eo. And again, they're gonna have a non-title match next week. Eo is short. Yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Short-tempered, too. <laughs> Facts. You know, you know what it is? Like, when you look at someone like Shotzi Blackheart, like, for me, I was first introduced to her because she was an Impact very briefly. Uh, there was a part of that whole Impact-Rise relationship that they had. And what's interesting is, like, she got hurt pretty quickly. Like, she only had, like, a couple matches with Allie, and then she was, like, done with, like, a very short Impact tenure. And then we saw her evolve against friggin' What's her face? Brandy Lauren. And my God, she did that tope suicide, that suicide oh. dive where she almost killed herself. Jeez. But here's the thing. After watching that, like, and seeing her just how she works, like, she's good. And I really cannot look, for, I look, really look forward to seeing her in Yoshirai. 
Oh, yeah. Travis? I'm surprised he stayed silent while we're talking about Shotzi. And also the fact that friggin' Sammy Callahan is using her theme song for that was very briefly an impact now, which is pretty funny. Go ahead, Travis. Now maybe we just sent him into a daze because we mentioned Shotzi. Hey, once you look into that green hair, man. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, I'm all what about Shotzi. And there, the there, opera, you go. See, there you go. Operatic <laughs> singing, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. You brought that up with the opera singing of oh, Rhea Ripley's Yeah, well, I, it was retweeted and I just stumbled across it, but damn, that girl can sing. Pipes! Uh, I, 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 I want more operatic covers. Can we do, like, Alice of Black Swing? That'd be cool. That would be yeah. cool. Uh, so, meanwhile, Candice is preparing for dinner with Tegan. Um, we'll we'll stick with this before we jump back and forth between the matches. Johnny addresses the awkwardness and leaves the room. Tegan then tells Candice that she's changed. Yeah, think. Sure. Johnny's like, I'm gonna finish my meal upstairs. It's like a piece of lettuce and a little bit of rice. Like, what rice. the fuck were you eating, Johnny? Like, come on, man. <laughs> He's on I'm like gonna keto. go upstairs upstairs. Oh, I have a piece of lettuce. <laughs> Fucking hey. Have we not brought up that this fucking loser still has a picture of Doc Hendricks right by his door? Oh, that that was great. I'm just picturing Johnny Gargano sitting on the bed upstairs munching on lettuce. Yep. He didn't even need a plate. Nope. Nope. Um, well, they seem to settle the differences at first, but then Candice throws her food over Tegan, who returns the favor by throwing a drink over Candice, and then dumps a bowl of spaghetti over Johnny. The only the good thing about, I know, right? But the only good thing that comes out of this is we get to see Candace versus Tegan Knox, which will be good. Well, I mean, also they they she smashed that TV. Oh, what a damn! Bitch. I, I think that's the thing Johnny was more devastated about. The TV? Trying to get a new TV. The TV. That was a damn good Frodo. <laughs> right. She, she launched a TV remote, Mrs. Tegan, and somehow it cracks two places on the screen. I didn't notice that. Girl was a goddamn. Girl was pissed. Was a good remote. I am not getting into a fight with Candace. Nope. She, she will fuck up your TV. <laughs> Man. Well, I mean, we managed to save the tank, but we lost the TV. TVs are replaceable. Tanks and TVs. Yeah, yeah, the tank's not replaceable. Hey, man. We got tanks and TVs. We got boats and hose. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Um, so you mentioned Austin Fury, Mike. This this was immediately after um, Dream's match with somebody. Okay, first and foremost, you will not disrespect friggin' Adonis there, whatever the fuck that dude's name was. That dude's like, I'm cuter than you are, Velveteen, and then he gets a you fucking... Just said, don't, you can't disrespect him. He's like Adonis or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Pretty I ugly. It's an I don't even know what his name is. It's an oxymoron. It's an oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that Adonis, son of a bitch, is pretty much going to <laughs> TG talking about I'm cuter than you are. I'm like, that's like friggin' an episode of Boy Meets World when he's at the friggin' opera. I'm fatter than you are. I'm fatter than you are. He's trying to prove who's cute and who's not cute. Then he gets the Dreamer Valley, you know, the friggin' Dream Drive, and then bada boom, he's done. Oh. And then bada boom, Kushida whoops his ass. That too. That was the best part about that. Where the hell's Kushida been? Remember he was traveling out? time. He was traveling time with a car sheeted to go back to the goddamn eighties to buy her pants. 
Dude, yeah. he took him out. Remember Kushida? Remember Velveteen Dream took out Kushida? Oh, yeah, I don't remember that. Okay. Every, every, everybody gets taken out in NXT. It just blurs together. Well, that's still... Yeah. Well, that's going to be a good match. I really hope Kushida just puts a whooping on that boy, Velveteen Dream. And you actually made it, and you said it so eloquently there, Dazzy Dangerously. Friggin' Velveteen Dream has this match against Jay Brown number seven. And then friggin', <laughs> you know, we get off the theory. I'm like, oh, how funny yeah, is that? Yeah, Twitter had a meltdown. Because you got Velveteen Dream, and then in the next match, you got Austin Theory. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I don't know who I'm more against. I mean, I'm pretty sure there was more stuff on Dream, but anyway. It was um, probably about the same, truth be told. And and yeah. not to get too political or whatever the fuck. Political. There you go, what he said. Like, I got into a little well, spat with somebody over the internet because they were just like, well, why did, like, it, like, they compared this whole situation to Enzo. What? Thank you. Thank you. And I said, first off, I said that was like sexual abuse, like possible rape or whatever. Yeah, These two fuckers were playing with little girls. Yep. I was like, do you not understand the difference? I well, was like, yeah. I, said, was lying. I was like, and then he got fired for it. And then I said that, and they're like, well, why was there not an uproar? He lost his job. What more uproar did you want? That's... These two, this fucker, uh, Austin Theory. All of a sudden, boom, comes right back. No big deal. Now he's just on NXT. And then Velveteen Dream, the reason why most people are still taking it as a slap to the face, this dude comes back in a main event fucking spot like nothing ever happened. Yeah. That's the thing. I mean, you pretty much send Austin Theory back to NXT as opposed to doing the Andrade Angel Garza stuff, and that's fine. But like you said, he's in a top primary position and one of the representatives of NXT, and it's not with the Enzo thing because Enzo, like you said, he ultimately got fired. That's the punishment. That's the penance, if you will. And now here comes Velveteen Dream back like all willy-nilly, like I'm the Velveteen Dream D-R-E-A-M is. Look at me, I'm back in the main event, but now I'm a heel. Exactly. Uh, to my knowledge, the only difference between Dream and Fury was even though we don't really exactly know the, the validity of the screenshots against streamers. There wasn't any screenshots at all with Fury. It was... No. Hearsay, yeah, it was I just regular little pictures. He's like, hey, look at me. I'm with this yeah, yeah, the meet and greet pictures. Well, it's like yeah. when Matt Stryker... Well, it's... Well, it's, remember back in the day when Matt Stryker was commentating on SmackDown? He got in trouble because there was pictures out there where it's just him and the boys, and then there was some dong pits. Show us your dong, Matt. Show us your dong. And he had some dong pits out <laughs> That's why he got taken off TV, because pictures of his dong surfaced, you know. Oh, on, yeah, on the... I could... A bunch of drunk dudes. Come on, man. Drum... <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, he is a teacher, so he had to put out the ruler. God bless maybe, him. Maybe this is why Sasha Banks hates having a picture taken with people. Yes. <laughs> uh, and here's here's well, what's funny. You know what, though? This yeah. is also why Keanu Reeves is so socially distant when it comes to taking photos with fans. So you can't say anything. You know what's funny about Matt Stryker? Do you know who he used to team with on the indies back in the day? Oh, I did. No, did. it's not going to come to me. Okay, so being a New Yorker, Long Island, going to the NYWC Sportatorium, he actually used to team with Rob Echoes, a.k.a. Robbie E., a.k.a. Robert Stone for a yeah, brief time. Yeah, Robbie E. Robbie <clears throat> Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Bronson and Fury lasted longer. Yeah, he did. I don't know why a match with a guy most people think shouldn't have a job went so long, but at least read one. My thoughts exactly. 
<laughs> Seriously, it felt like it went on forever. I'm like, why is this match still going? With it so much heat on Austin break. Theory. Yeah, it even went for a break. Like, I've, I've, uh, come, I've come to learn as well. I hate picture in picture and I just skip it. Yeah, Maybe. it's the worst. Can't do it. Hey, well, you know what I can do? I can deal with some more Timothy Thatcher, Thatcher's Thatch can, man, and him and freaking Damian Priest coming up. That should be good. Can we should. put it in the fight pit? That would be better. Every time a new feud comes up with Thatcher, I just want to see the fight pit. Well, think about it. If you had it in the fight pit, you have this martial arts background guy against this grappling dude. And it's just legit MMA perfectly inside of a wrestling ring with spots and shit. And I think they would actually do really well. Yeah. But I doubt they'll do that. Because they're not smart. Well, I don't see a title change, but I definitely see Thatcher getting some gold in the future. The thing that's kind of killing me is I feel like Thatcher's just putting over a bunch of people right now. And it's like, yeah, you can kind of build this dude. But at the same time, he's like Oni Lorcan. I just don't want him to end up being Oni Lorcan. Where it's like, you're going to go out there and you're going to make this guy look awesome. Okay. Is it Riddle the only one he beat, though, right? Well, like, legit names. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, you, 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 beat, you beat the dude that should have been an NXT champion. You send him to the main roster. And then what? You built this guy up here, and then you're like, shh, right down the slide. Uh, next match, though, Strong uh, got the win over Killian Dane, and then beat down Kill, uh, Killian Dane. Poor Drake Maverick. Tries to make a save, uh, gets knocked down. Killian Dane cleans house. And then Drake gets dropped by Killian Dane again. Why bother, my guy? He just really wants a friend. <laughs> I know, but the big fat fucker don't like you. I mean, he can't have his real friend DC free anymore because he's gone. Well, also, he's I think gone. in the defense of Drake Maverick, he was challenging his inner James Taylor. Winter, spring, summer, fall, all you got to do is call. You've got a friend. You've got a friend in me. All right, Toy Story reference, yes. They can go that way, too. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's one of those things where when it comes to Drake Maverick and the whole nine there with Killian Dane, like, you know it's going to come to be like, you know, I don't want to help you or, you know, I'm trying to help you. I don't want your help. And you have that conflict. But, you know, it's just setting up Killian Dane and Drake Maverick against uh, Roddy and Bobby Fish. Yeah, they, they, they've bound to team up at, at some points. And obviously, Killian Dane can be the big bodyguard for Drake Maverick. Oh, hey. I mean... As long as it's not when Tyson Kidd had Jackson Andrews, I'm good. <clears throat> oh, my God. Friggin' that dude, that muscle head son of a bitch. Man, I'm glad he got fired. But the crap that he did to Rosa Mendez, fuck that dude. Now, that's some shit that'll get you put off TV. That is definitely some shit that'll get you put off TV. Oh, Roy uh, So, main event was, of course, the cage match, uh, which I'm guessing this is why the NXT title match opened the show. Because uh, otherwise they would have had to build the cage and then take it down halfway through the show. So, end the match on the end of the show on a cage match. Mercedes is picking weapons out from under the ring before she gets in the cage. Rhea, wasting no time, runs out of patience, jumps around the entrance, and it's very, very lucky that that cage door is exactly wide enough to get a table through. Like exactly. Thanks. 
never yeah. occurred to me before, but it's the, the exact width needed. Um, <laughs> and it was needed because the table came into play in the end result. That was a sweet riptide, man. That was a sweet riptide. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I was kind of surprised. Though. I did think Mercedes was going to win, but obviously, like we said, it makes sense if she is in retribution for her to get written off NXT. I mean, I'm not saying that's going to be the last time we see her in NXT. She's obviously got to dump Robert Stone first. Oh, well, the she poor did. guy can't catch a break. Well, dude, she put a restraining order on him. I was just going to say. Yeah, but she's still, like, he still works for her, right? Technically. No. No. Oh, okay. There you go, then. <laughs> well, I don't think you would keep somebody employed if you have a restraining order on him. Put the kibosh on it. Well, I mean, if he's good at paperwork. Come on. You know. I, it, I see your point. I do. <laughs> Do your fucking job and stay away from me. I get it. Exactly, yeah. Hey, I mean, he's. you know what it is about me, and I've told you this, man. He wears the shoes like Don Johnson, Miami Vice. Shoes with no socks. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, hate it. Hate it. I quiver. I mean, Isn't Don Johnson. But Don, I know Ricky Starks. I'm sorry to interrupt you, man. But Don Johnson does it the best. Man. Miami fucking Ricky fine. Starks was the worst. Ah, hate Ricky Starks. What are those? Right. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so the yeah. other half of the Tuesday Night War was, of course, Impact. Um, on a great episode again this week. Um, in a change from the usual, what we've come to expect from Impact, it opened with a promo rather than a match, which, you know, it's it's fine. They did good. Um, Alicia Edwards comes out to confront EY and pretty much yells about the effects his attack on Eddie last week had on their kid. Probably. Where's Eddie? Like... Where's Eddie from? Eddie's from New oh, York. Oh no, isn't they're he? from Massachusetts. Ow. Oh, okay, then it's Boston. Okay, all wait. I know is I kept hearing some fucking. Okay. You be talking, and I'm like, what the fuck? So, wait, <laughs> I love you for this. America. When she was on Wild Women of Wrestling, her name in Wild Women of Wrestling was Sassy Massey. She's sassy. sassy Massey. She's from Massachusetts. Sassy Massey. You know, I almost got a curry man intro in my head. Then he's hot. He's spicy. He's he great. <laughs> <Konichiwa>. <laughs> hey, that kind of reminds me. Remember they were having that thing with um the chick Crystal who was the interview at the time, and he's like, I don't even know what the hell he said, that son of a bitch. All I know is he better be out there to whoop some ass. Friggin' Shark Boy. And he oh, goes, Shark Boy grinds so my ears. Yes. Uh anyway. Uh, EY says he doesn't care about the effects he's had on their kid and gets a slap in the face for it. Tommy Dreamer then runs down to prevent a pile driver because obviously there's some respect built between the Edwardses and Tommy Dreamer now after Tommy. Tommy! And EY's new way of challenging people to a match is, I'll see you. Right? It's either I'll see you next week or I'll see you tonight. Friggin' yelling at the top of his lungs, tonight! Tonight! Next week! Next week! <laughs> oh, I love you, Mike. Yeah. He, he goes so over the top. Yeah. Um, so we, we're, we're planning a wedding. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> between Rosemary and Bravo. Uh, Bravo, the wedding planner. Also, the groom. But he's got to run everything by tire because, of course. Hold on, wait a minute. You, um, 
Are you fucking telling me a dude is planning a wedding? Yeah. So Some I mean, various stuff I've ever heard. Is he like Mike Kanellis in this situation where he was pretty much the bitch in this in the relationship with He's him? Absolutely, Mike Kanellis. Well, remember, he uses extra virgin olive oil. That he does. Mm-hmm. He's also not the most masculine of people. You can tell. He's also still whipped. You can also tell. <laughs> um, but the first match of the night before we carry on with that, TJP gets a win over Chris Bay um, and, you know, has to have a title match in his future. I got to say, I'm very happy because I love me some Rohit Raju, the day C hit man. Good dude. Great wrestler. I like Rohit. And he's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, TJ, well, TJP and Chris Bay, you got someone in TJP with the high octane aerial assault, and you got Chris Bay who's dripping in finesse, the ultimate finesser. Like, that dude has just got skills that kills, making them cheap thrills. Like, it was good stuff. Cheap thrills? I'm sure that's a song. Yes, it is a song. See ya. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> See, Mike, you're not the only one with the pop culture references. Uh, whatever, man. <laughs> um, on locker room talk, obviously Johnny Swinger's back now after escaping Wrestle House. And uh, this week's guests are Susie and Kylie, who are interrupted by Diana and Kimberly. And Susie ends up challenging them to a tag match, uh, which is set for next week. Not exactly sure why Deanna went after those two because the entire Wrestle House ruined her black tie affair last week. That they did. You know what I'm just waiting for? I'm just waiting for her to just be Sue Young and just unleash on Kylie Ray and everybody. Well, I'm guessing she's got to unleash on Deanna and we get that feud because why not? That too? I mean, it's one of the things where you got someone like Deanna Peraza who's just going to kill it with whoever she gets in there with. Kimberly's just there to be just Kimberly telling me. You know. Um, well, it seems Tennille isn't gonna immediately get a feud with Diana because obviously it looks like she's gonna be feuding with Jordan Grace first. Oh. Right, hold on. Uh, yeah, as, you, as, you, as you just said that sentence, Moses Marquez is starting the bath up. Okay. I am. You gotta make sure it's I, nice I, I and warm. Get some bubbles in there. Maybe, rubber ducky. Uh, bath rubber bomb. Ducky. No, I'm the rubber ducky. Hey. Travis is going to be running the bath too first because Kiara Hogan was in the next segment. <laughs> you know it. Got to get some rose petals for that one. There you go. Um, hey. very, very randomly, Kiara and Tasha are trying to talk Bravo into making them the the best grooms men or something. Woman? Grooms woman? Women. Yeah, whatever. Uh, and also Shit. encourage him to stop listening to Tyre. Basically, row a pair. Oh yeah, because that works. And that's kind of like it's kind of like when Sarita and Rosita were at the wedding of Eric Young and ODB, and she's like, "Why would you want to be with ODB when you could be with all this?" And Rosita and Sarita were all there looking good, and just oh. yeah, maybe hey, Lena Vega, yummy, yummy. <laughs> also, the only wedding to ever take place in a steel cage. Yes, very that we know about. Made the friggin' dude. He made the pastor strip down to his underwear. He beat him shit out of his underwear. It was great. It was funny. They wanted to be comfortable. And then she just slobbered down on him. Oh. Tonight. Strip down. Tonight. 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 <laughs> oh, my God. Then they had that song in the background. I want to lay you down and give it to you in your neck by Spank. Hello. 
2014 calls. Oof. Man, Impact had some stuff. 2013, 2014, Eric Young, man. With his glasses. Dude, the glasses. The glasses he wore. And the freaking... Oh, dude. All right, I'm done. <laughs> okay, also, Eric Young has had some stuff. Stuff? He's done some stuff. He's done so many gimmicks. That he has. That he has. No. Uh, well, Brian Oh, I'm sorry, man. When him and Orlando right. Jordan, that's what I'm sorry. Him and Orlando Jordan were bisexual together. Yeah, couple. We're by. We're a team. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I missed that one. What? Remember they were a team, and then he was trying to imply that you know I'm bisexual. Yeah, we're a team. The whole time. Remember him and Orlando Jordan were like oh, a team for people. Yes. Yes, I remember. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Talk about Brian Myers, Prince of Queens. Brian Myers um, addresses Willie Mack being upset that he lost and calls him out to the ring. Mac refuses a handshake and reveals they have an instant rematch, even though Myers doesn't have his gear. But Willie Mack uh, cut the great line because Brian Myers' nickname is the most professional wrestler. Willie Mack said something like, a, a professional would always be ready. Oh. Very true. Very true. Um, but again, Myers cheats to get the win uh, with a low blow behind the ref's back, followed by a DDT. I mean, his losing streak days are definitely gone. You don't know how happy I am to see Brian Myers get the dub on that, man. Friggin' Prince of Queens, man. Prince of Queens. I'd rather this win than his win last week where he fucking Willie Mack's ass was hanging out for the entire damn world to see. There was a full moon out tonight. I, Let's go strolling. I, can, I cannot look at him the same again. Uh, that was just too much. No. Hold on, man. Wait a minute. You can't I'm... look at him straight in the brown eye? Wait a minute. Nope. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute, Mr. Travis Walker Anderson. You mean to tell me out of all the history of wrestling where we've seen people get friggin' bare ass out, man, asses out, you know what I'm saying? We ain't talking about tout. And the fact that, you know, you see this sometimes with the pulling of the trunks, this is the one that bothered you the most? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, when when Shawn Michaels' ass was on display at WrestleMania 10, I mean, it, it was going to be in Playgirl eventually. Oh, you told me girls bought that magazine. <laughs> Hell, man. Nope. <laughs> Good Lord. Um, we mentioned Jordan Grace and Tennille Dashwood. Jordan was searching for her backstage and runs into Caleb with a K. Oh, Caleb Conley, baby. Uh, he is the PP of Tennille Dashwood, which is Excuse personal me? photographer. What? Personal whoa, photographer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. Caleb Conley was on this week? Is, yeah, but... Caleb K. That's Caleb Conley. <laughs> that's he was on the show is, this week. But... Yeah, he when was... the fuck did this happen? Backstage. When he got named PP. Caleb with a K. I can't get over I this completely, thing. I, I guess it got cut on my end because oh. I, I didn't get to see that shit. Yeah. Yeah, he was in... Tennille Dashwood's dressing room when Jordan was looking for her because she, was, her she wasn't even on this week for me. Like, I never even saw her this week. What feed did you watch this on? I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> half the problem, problem right there. The wrong one. Was I, say, I watched she... fucking highlights and I saw that. Is that damn link that you sent me, Larkin? What oh, you, no, it's not. What, why would it take out friggin' Caleb with a K? <laughs> no, it's not. 
Motherfucker, it's the only link I have. Alright. Well, it says it right here. He made his return to Impact under the name Caleb with a K, debuting a new gimmick of Tenille Dashwood's personal photographer. So yes, he is now Tenille Dashwood's personal photographer. The PP. Um, and he's got glasses and he's got like the button-down shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it was almost like uh what what's it called? What's it called? Joey Ryan. Oh boy. Before he, he Oh yeah, uh, he's really the PP. Bags. He he's definitely a PP. He oh, yeah. um, <laughs> It's uh it's almost like Daniel's kind of ribbing on that stupid friggin' gimmick WWE were gonna try to give her. Uh Emmalina, yeah. Um because obviously pictures of her flashed up during this segment announcing her for next week. She's got her own PP. As long as, as long as she don't come out popping invisible bubbles, I'm all right with that. Uh, with her invisible PP? <laughs> with her PP. <laughs> Pop the bubbles with a PP. Uh, with Caleb with a K. Pop goes, the weasel goes, the weasel goes. Pop. My <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Whew. Um, okay, so more action in the ring. Motor City Machine Guns versus the Rascals. Surprisingly, the Rascals get to jump before the guns even enter the ring, which is a little bit heelish, but, you know, we'll ignore it. Uh, Sabian's also double-teamed very, very early on in the match, but the guns quickly take control, as they do. And pick a target. Any target, they pick Wentz's knee. Again, referee doesn't care about tags, and it's really... It's bursting my pee-pee. You went, you went on a Twitter rant about that last <laughs> oh, it It's happening more and more. There's this, It's regular tag matches, and everybody's just flying all over the ring. I'm like, where the fuck's the tags? And apparently it's fucking every promotion that's doing it now, too. Yeah. And the worst thing is, they do all this double-teaming stuff. And then they'll tag in and out. What's the point? Yeah. You just spent three minutes in the ring together. And nobody said shit. Yeah, ref clearly doesn't care. Just pin him. Don't care. Don't, don't care. care. But I digress. Guns get the win, but the North attack, followed by Ace and Fulton, followed by the Good Brothers. And now we're getting an eight-man tag next week. Don't you just love eight-man tags? No. <laughs> On AEW, maybe. Well, Kevin Nash tore his quad in one. There Kevin Nash tears his quad all the time. That he does. Mike, you sound quiet as shit. I said that he does. There you go. <laughs> what? Just make it sure. It. <laughs> like, what? What? <laughs> it's like uh, you've shrunk. Uh, I moved back for like a minute. Jeez, guys. Somebody well, I just want to make sure. Somebody stretches on a goddamn chair, and you're like, well, what happened? What is this, honey, I shrunk the kids? Fuck. That's what I thought. All right, well, I'm here. Damn it. <laughs> you never know these days. Fucking people building shrink rays in the backyard. You know, no. Oh, my God, this shrink ray. Yeah. Oh, Wayne Zelensky. Yep. Now, Rick Moranis, not, not friggin' what's-his-face. Oh my God, Peter Scolari on the Honey I Shrunk the Kids TV show? Nope. nope. Oh, no, thank you. TV show. Fuck it. it. It doesn't exist. Hell no. Uh, apparently, Rick Moranis is making a comeback, though. I'm all for uh, it. Uh, 
Come on, Rick. I'm down. What I'm not down for is Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes announced no. next week no. the whole effing talk show. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Hey. Hey. Hate Basically, it. it's going to be like 10 minutes of RVD talking and 10 minutes of Katie Forbes twerking. Yep. Oh, God. Booty shaking, earthquaking, man. <sighs> on, on the flip side, Sammy Callahan did promise to hack the show. Thank God. That's the fun, <laughs> first time I've ever said thank God to Sammy yes. Callahan. I must uh, can change in a year. Yeah, that is true. Friggin' just pile drive, cactus special. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Uh, it, it would be even better, Sammy, if you could hack it before it begins. Mm-hmm. Just you know like what it is? Van Damme's music starts and beep. Nope. Uh, you know what it is, too? I'm just tired of seeing Rob Van Dam wrestle. And I love Rob Van Dam, but I just don't care about Rob Van Dam anymore. I'd rather see him wrestle than make out. I'd rather see him wrestle, too, but for God's sake, man. He's older. He's gotten slower. And, you know, with, you know, the thong, the thong, thong, thong over there, I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it definitely uh, takes you out of everything he does. That it does. Yeah. And she's not a bad wrestler either. It's just, you know, less. Hey. Book- hey. What is she, the freaking Fonz over here? Hey. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Except, yeah, I don't want to see the Fonz twerking either. Hey, man, Henry no. did have a Roy Orbison tattoo on his bum bum, though. There you go. <laughs> well, mama don't know, don't hurt her. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, well, we forgot to mention Tyre confronted Tasha and Kiara, which led to a match between Tyre and Tasha. Um, Bravo was a little preoccupied on the phone trying to make wedding arrangements. Uh, but Tyre gets to win anyway. Man's got a wedding to plan. Mm-hmm. Again, with a demon. With a demon. You know I'm demon, right? Forget that line just gets me every time. I well, that's it. what I love about you. That's what I love about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> then we get some Moose, who pays a visit to his old coach. Uh, okay. Randomly. Um, the coach seems to have been kind of Possessed, I guess, by EC3 because he starts repeating EC3's words. Weird. Mm. Moose has been warned. It's like Randy Orton when uh, The Undertaker possessed Josh Matthews while he was interviewing him going into Armageddon. Why would you want to possess Josh Matthews? That's what he did. Remember back in late 05? Then again, he's married to Madison Rain. (laughs) Uh, very interesting to see how this pays off with EC3 and Moose because we don't we can't really pinpoint what EC3's gimmick is he's just kind of cutting these ominous promos while stalking Moose and now he can possess people or brainwash people he's controlling their narrative he's controlling yeah Interesting. I I just kind of want to see <laughs> like the belt in a chair and he see if he were a gun to it or something. Hostage situation. 
You know what's funny about this? The last time I think they feuded with each other was for the Grand Championship. Not even for the Impact TNA World Heavyweight Championship, but the Grand Championship, Dazzy Dangerously. Yeah, well, they showed them in the the flashback, the triple threat match with EC3, Moose, and Mike Bennett. Ah, yes. The only title Mike Bennett ever held, though. Not the grand title. He held the exhibition title for like a week after he this beat him. I was a handicap. No, it was a handicap because Moose. Oh, this is when they were. Bennett yeah. stole the win, yeah. Yeah, was that when they were, um, that was when him and Mike Bennett were like a, a tandem, right? And Moose came in as a heel and him and Mike Bennett were like a tandem for like a very short time. I wasn't watching back then. I think I stopped watching when EC3 lost because it was his first ever loss. Oh, that's when Mike Bennett beat him, yep. Yeah, but that one was one-on-one. I don't know when this match came. What? That was his first loss, though, when Mike Bennett beat him. That He, he ended on the feeder tree. Yeah, it was one-on-one, though, wasn't it? It wasn't that handicap, yeah. man. Oh. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's 2016, man. It was four years ago. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things happened. Yeah, and a lot of it I missed. Because mm-hmm. I stopped watching Impact, but um, stacked card next week. We got Deanna and Kimberly versus Kylie and Susie. Uh, we got Brian Myers, Willie Mack, part three. Mm. Uh, I believe it's Kiara's turn to take on Taya. Did I see that right? It was yes. either that or a rematch with Tasha. But anyway, uh, and of course, Triple XL versus the Dinas and the eight man tag. All right. Also, found out yesterday. Crazy Steve has uh, said he's confirmed he's blind. I never knew. I've met the guy face to face and didn't have a clue. Because he always kind of looks around, but I just thought it was part of the crazy gimmick. Like I I, I always thought he doesn't make eye contact with people because, you know, he's crazy. But yeah, apparently he's completely blind. So impressive. And it also explains why he couldn't read the labels last in Wrestle House when he stole the Dina's beer. Makes sense. Yeah, he said he couldn't read the labels. I just thought he couldn't read. Literally cannot read. But yeah, so much respect, Crazy Steve. Uh, Main event was Eric Young versus Tommy Dreamer. Old school rules. I don't know why we're going with this name now. You know, Extreme Rules is, I guess, copyrighted by WWE. W-E-C. Sure. E-C-W. Um, obviously Young gets to win and then begins to attack Dreamer's legs after the match, but is fought off by the surprising return of Rich Swan on one good leg. If it was WWE, he'd be completely healed. That is true. Yeah. Uh, and then we get I another... Wish, uh, I still wish I'd rewound it to see how he got in that damn ring. Did he just, like, jump over? Or, like, slingshot himself in, or... Uh, yeah, I don't know, I can't... Kind of limped down the ramp, and the next second he was in the ring. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Like, the camera angles got all sloppy, and I, but next thing I know, he just, like, fucking was in there. I was like, how the hell did he do that so fast? That's what I was saying. Well. Yeah, the other problem that pissed me off about that was, like, he, the, he threw his crutch in the ring, and it went over Ewa's head, but yet it still knocked him down. <laughs> the camera angle cut just behind Eric uh, Eric Young, just in time. 
Um, and then we get another shouting tirade from EY. You shouldn't be here. <laughs> All right. What? Oh, you shouldn't be here. Sorry. <laughs> my fault. Yeah. That was my fault. I zoned out. Yeah, you shouldn't be here, Phoenix. So. <laughs> yeah, I got the reference. <laughs> so. <laughs> Just want to say is what I meant to say because I'm trying so hard not to laugh. Why is it, you know, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. Why? Eric Young is just so animated, just yelling. You shouldn't be here. What is he doing here? Rich! Swan! Swan! <laughs> just bring it over and over again. Swan! Like, all right, we know who he is. I, I just love Eric Young shouting. Maybe it's... maybe at the Maxis, we need to do a compilation of all of Eric Young's just yelling. Swan! Next week. He's like, he's like Billy Madison. Don't look at me like that, Swan. You know? I'm looking at me, Swan. There you go. <laughs> Swan! <laughs> oh, that could be like the new buzzer there for trivia. Just yes. Eric Young yelling. Yes. He took Chubbs' hand. <laughs> oh, boy. And that is impact. Um, we were going to have promo ball match number two this week, but we've had a little bit of a delay on that. So look out in the next couple of days for Chris Durham versus Ronald Hill. They will, of course, face uh, the winner of Cypher and Phoenix in a few weeks. Hey, all right. I got to say, Chris's promo, what a debut. Dude, dude had his promo 10 days ago. That dude was early. <laughs> I he like was it. ready to come back. That's for and sure. We- and we get Money Maker Chris, man. Not just Chris Durham, guys. Money Maker Chris, as I have known him for the last three, four years. Money Maker Chris. When you come for the king, you best not miss. Max Wilson presents Promo Series 5, Anime Lines, November 19th. Go to maxdressinguk.weebly.com for more information. Well, if you're the shape, show me something. Maybe a couple of years ago I could have. But look at that. Steady as a rock. Yeah, but I cut promos with this hand. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, one half of the MLW commentary team, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. Hey, everybody. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the max. So let's finish the show with some dynamites. Like we said, um, All Out was disappointing. There's no, you know polishing that well you also have Revy Hardy on Twitter calling Sammy oh, fucking dumbass fucking woman that's the problem I, here's the thing like we were talking about like I understand she's concerned but she's gotten him in trouble with so many of his promotions impact WWE yeah. you know she cannot keep her mouth shut well she's also from Queens and my dice let me say this to you as someone she's from Queens and she's Latino someone who knows and loves Chef Chef is tame compared to that woman 
<laughs> I think everybody's tame compared to Rebby. Correct. And I met her once at a Northeast wrestling show when it was the Hardys and the Young Bucks. And it was not a bad show. It was good. She was selling Matt's t-shirt. She was working his merch. And she was very nice for like the 10 seconds that I talked to her. The, the crazy thing is she's like this when she's not pregnant. But Matt's impregnated her three times. God, that I love that man. The man is a glutton for punishment is what he is, man. That's what he is. Well, you know, he grew up a Hardy. That is true. Friggin' Beth Hardy and Rebby Hardy are like night and day. Friggin' Beth is just so like whatever, and her and Jeff are just chill. And then here's Matt and Queen Rebecca over here. Yeah, even all all the shit that goes on with Jeff and Beth is just so chill. Yeah, very quiet, just keeping it private, you know, going to deal with it. Friggin' Rebby's like, fuck that owl and fuck <laughs> you guys. You want to talk about my husband like that? Uh-uh, get away from him. Psh, you know, just like Jesus, going on a buck, buck, wild tangent. Nuts. Absolute lunatic. Loose cannon. To quote Dickie Roberts, former child star, this is knucking futz, man. <laughs> she is knucking futz. <laughs> um, Dynamite kicks off, though, with... Kind of, kind of strange. Uh, Tony outside as Jericho and MJF arrive at exactly the same time from opposite sides in exactly similar vehicles, and then come face to face. It was so weird, right? Like, what, what? And then they they arrive simultaneously and then kind of blow smoke up each other's ass, and then walk away and call each other a loser. All right. Okay then. Let's move on. Uh, first match was Jurassic Express getting a surprising victory over the Lucha Brothers. There's, again, dissension in the ranks. Uh, Phoenix is frustrated with Penta. Andy and the Blade come between them, and Eddie Kingston, of all people, is Peacemaker. There's nothing says Peacemaker like Eddie Kingston, I tell well, you. If, if Eddie, Eddie Kingston's yelling at you, you're going to do what he says. And Eddie coming out acting like damn Curtis Axel from a few years ago. <laughs> and kind of dressing like John Cena from 10 years ago I was just <laughs> going to say that but at the same time like I, I, when I saw this whole thing because you know I do the whole watch along and this entire thing felt like a Mexican's like, 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 like you hung out with your cousins maybe it's a kid's birthday party somebody got too drunk and all the cousins are like trying not to fight with each other they're like yeah. where's your wife where's your wife aka she's probably puking in the bathroom you know, I'm here, you know, he's, you know, and then, like, the part that killed me is he walks up to Pentagon, puts his arm over him, you're my best friend. Him? He's like, I like him, too. He's all right. I'm just like, that's that's exactly what happens at every Mexican party. Exactly. He's your brother, man. He's your brother, man. Shake his head. Shake his, I'll put you the right, right in the mouth. Put, shake his head. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, this is ex- <laughs> fucking big brother Ed Kingston of the rescue. And then he and then he talked about the battle royal at all. I was like, "You kicked him, and you weren't even sorry about it." And don't tell me it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, he's all, he's all, don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> I love Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston's awesome. I want a shouting match between Eddie Kingston and Eric Young. Yeah, it'd be great. I'm all about that, man. With him just bringing Swan. You then just bringing Eddie Kingston just going all ghetto fabulous vibes on him. Absolutely. <laughs> I can just hear them yell at each other. Swad, shake his hand. What was that, Travis? With Chris Jericho judging. Oh, there yes. you go. Yes. Uh, and the loser gets dumped in Mimosa. 
Speaking of judging, goddamn Cody Rhodes. Yeah, the breaking news at the end after the show was Cody is a judge on a game show called the Go Big Show. With Snoop Doggity Dog. With Snoop Dog. I Snoop Dogg okay, like own TBS guy? What the fuck's going on? Well, him and Martha Stewart had that show together, man. That's what I'm nah. saying. They, they, he, does he like own TBS now? <laughs> yeah, that whole announcement was so surreal. It's just like, okay, Cody's got a game show. Oh, wait a minute. Okay, it's a talent show. Wait, the Snoop Dogg. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, <laughs> got to do something while he's injured, I guess. Uh, Penta did finally accept Phoenix's handshake. Um, and Eddie also pointed out he was never actually eliminated from the Casino Battle Royal. That's true. He, read the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Hence went out my... through, they believe, the middle rope and then got knocked off the apron. Hence Curtis Axel reference that I made. Exactly. Axel made Yeah, but he didn't have a goddamn idiot. clock of how long I've been in the battle. I've been in the Battle Royal for 773. Well, the thing is... Well, it's not over yet. Well, it kind of was because he came out the next night and, you know, said that whole thing that he was never eliminated. And then Ambrose just chucks him over the top rope. Now you're eliminated. There you go. I've got I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he got, he got knocked over the top rope for weeks on end. Right. <laughs> and he did, yeah. Uh, so I guess we're expecting a match between Eddie Kingston and Archer at some point. But apparently the match isn't going to take place at the next pay-per-view. It's going to be on the October 14th episode of Dynamite. Which is three or four weeks before Full Gear. So they must have different plans for the pay-per-view. MJF Part 2. Maybe. I. Yeah, I, I'm just kind of disappointed that we got to wait so long for Double or Nothing. Because that would have been a perfect name for the pay-per-view. For MJF to get yeah, another shot. Yeah, would have. But yeah. I honestly like the idea of, like, um, even if Mox does lose and MJF is champ, I don't think he'd hold on to it long because Archer's right on his ass. Yeah. And then I think Archer's going to be that monster that it's going to take that great god of a of a face to, to knock off. And that may end up being, like, Hangman. I think it'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've already mentioned Rebby. Matt came out to address his injuries at All Out. He didn't exactly... I would have com- rather her talk because all he did oh. was fucking... It's, you know, I don't mean to put you guys through that. And the fucking... I shouldn't have did that. And the... I'm like, can you fucking speed okay, it up, maybe, maybe he was concussed. <laughs> now, I was like, where's the fucking wrap it up box, dude? You fucking need to wrap it up, B. I don't want to be that guy, but they should have stopped the damn match. I'm no, what do you mean you don't want to be that guy? Are you fucking kidding me? This guy was unconscious for at least 30 seconds. Hold on. What I meant by, conscious. Oh, easy like, there. Hold on, hold on. What I meant by that is I don't want to be that guy because somebody's going to start an argument about that whole thing. That's why. Because oh. yeah, Do you see all these bullshit arguments about that on Twitter and stuff? Because the minute somebody says they should have stopped the match, which they rightfully should have, she put up the damn X twice. Like... They'll be like, oh, well, he's a pro. Derp, derp, derp. Oh, yeah. That's the problem. But see, that's the thing that people don't want to understand. Because he's a pro, he doesn't want to stop. That's why when when she first threw up the X and he's stumbling and bumbling and can't get on his own fucking feet, that's the pro in him. 
Oh, I got to keep going. We got to go to the finish. We got to go to the finish. Fuck a finish. Fuck the finish. Like, are you serious? This guy is obviously concussed. He was clearly knocked unconscious. You're going to have him fucking climb something to throw a punch? Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous, man. And the problem is, too, like, again, they should have fucking stopped it, but they didn't, and Matt's friggin' tumbling around. You have that incident going on in one show. Matt Seidel, in his debut in the the damn company, friggin' slips on the rope and botches the airborne, for God's sake. I can't even be mad at the guy. They're fucking, it's like 100 plus degrees out there, humidity out the ass. A shooting star press is hard as fuck as it is. I do commend the man for not fucking killing himself. Mm-hmm. Me too. There was also but a rumor yeah. he was high. No, I think oh, it was just a... No. It... Even if he was, fucking RVD used to wrestle stone all the time. True. Yeah. And he <laughs> was fucking clear uh, shit, no problem. I don't want to say it was funny, but I did kind of laugh that the screenshot Rebby posted of, you know, her texting Matt, like, what the fuck, Matt, but, Matt? No, was I did she, laugh. Was she expecting him to reply during the match? Yeah, that too. I know, right? Like you can clearly see him live on, on your TV in the middle of a match. He obviously doesn't have his phone in his hand. Well, why not? Why isn't he answering me? Yeah, exactly. It's called. Why, doesn't, why doesn't he have his phone while he's unconscious? He's unconscious. Yes. Uh, and then, well, and a lot of people gave some flack to Tony Khan for that thing about, you know, he's okay, and yada, 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 and it's like, all right. And a lot of people gave flack to him and the protocol and everything, man, but it's a whole lot of thing that went on from that match. Everybody's just upset, and rightfully so. Yeah, if it was WWE, Matt would have had a fractured jaw. Well, oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Can I make a comparison really quickly? Yes. Okay, 2013, when Daniel Bryan got that stinger in the match against Randy yeah. Orton, Daniel Bryan wanted to continue. Triple H said, no, you're hurt, and they stopped the match. These motherfuckers didn't stop the match. Yeah, and the, and the fans booed it when they stopped the match. Very true, but the, he needed to stop the match because Daniel Bryan was hurt. He didn't want to see him get even hurt even more, but these motherfuckers let him stop to get the damn finish over the lost but, member of Menudo. But then, in typical WWE fashion, tri- Triple H parodied it. A couple of weeks later with a kayfabe stinger. That is very true. Not going to lie to you on that front. I'm just saying, <laughs> yes. You're very true on that front. I'm just saying the difference between that so, from 2013, Ged. I'm not expecting Tony Khan to come out next week and get a concussion. Hey, man, I'm just a, saying. A kayfabe concussion. Maybe okay. he'll, he'll get a real one if he bumps into Rebby. Okay, if he goes out there and does stunners again with friggin' Aubrey Edwards or dresses like Orange Cassidy again, then yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, Matt... Uh, says he's undergone several tests and will make a full recovery. And when he's cleared, he will chase the world championship. Hey, Moxley and Hardy, or Archer and Hardy. No, thank you. No, thank sure. You. Surely no, thank this you. is a perfect setup to, for the broken gimmick. True. By the broken way, now. speaking of no thanks, he keeps coming out with this weird generic music and just hey, it's Matt. Well, speaking of Matthew Hardy. Speaking of no thank you, I think you and Harold Joseph under the third are in the same boat of you both don't want to see Matt Hardy anymore. Like, I'm over it, man. I'm over it. Like, I was all about him being in, and maybe, you know, if the if, if it was the broken gimmick running uh, the Dark Order, then okay, cool, fine, whatever. But if you're just going to be Matthew Hardy, you, that's okay. You can go... You can go do your autograph signings and your picture shits and meet and greets and 
but I don't need you on TV. I don't need you wrestling, and I damn sure don't need you going for a fucking championship. Yeah, I, I don't know no. why they went with this, like, generic Matthew Hardy. They know the broken gimmick's over, and it works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, with me, I, I don't I don't want to see him wrestle. Well, to be honest, like, he's just too stiff for me. He, it's just not there anymore. But he's still good on the mic. And he could really be good to put somebody over. He would make a good manager. He could make a good trainer, a good coach. So in that aspect, yes. But going for the championship, hell no. Maybe the TNT championship. Yeah, that'll be fun. No. <laughs> Nothing. I just want I, I just want it off of Brody Lee. That's all. You want to know? You want to know the only belt? You want to know the only belt I would allow him to ha- to win is if they make a trios title and he wins it with like Private Party. Then that's okay, what, fine. What's wrong with Brody Lee being the TNT champion? Yeah, no, seriously, like he's awesome. I don't like it. You don't like nothing. No. Unless it's got green or blue hair. Yeah, right. It is. <laughs> Which is understandable. Eh. <laughs> Taste the rainbow, Skittles. Mm, Skittles. I'd like to see Jungle Boy beat Brody Lee. Why? Why Jungle Boy? Well, no, not right now, but on just because like how like Jungle Boy is getting these like random. Oh, oh. somebody else fucked up, and I got a roll up win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would love just to see that, just for having get pissed off and just scream and yell at everybody and throw papers and shit just to just to kill him the next week. Hey, as you know what it is too, and I'm just gonna say this because I know we're gonna get to it. Fucking, you bring in Miro, aka Rusev, and he's with that damn Kip Sabian, and I already immediately hate it. Oh, can I say this now? Yes, go for it. WWE literally built an entire era with WCW and ECW's rosters. Yes, Jericho, Dudley's Van Dam, Booker mm-hmm. T, Benoit, Guerrero, Mysterio, Goldberg. Are yes. you going to give AEW shit firing a bunch of mistreated free agents? The fuck out. That thing kills me because there's there's so many people out there that, oh, all AEW is all XWWE. I'm like, first off, that's how WCW was. That's that's professional wrestling, baby. That's how it goes. When you When you're treated like shit in one company and then you actually show the world, hey, I can do some shit. They're gonna let you flourish, while this other company is like. I'll take that much. shit as a. I'll take it as a damn compliment. You got people in WWE that's wanting to leave there to go to a different company. I mean, you could look at WWE the same damn oh, no, way. No, I look at it as a positive. Oh, just they're just like. They're just they're... Impact and Ring of Honor rejects. Like what? The, it's stupid. It's not a fucking reject. Yeah, they're just really damn good, talented people that deserve to be spotlighted the way they deserve. Like they they've earned it. To make mm. the comparison, there when I first saw EC3 go over to Impact, it's funny because his last match on NXT was against Big E, and he had just gotten that new haircut and that new look that you saw as the EC3 look, and then WWE fires him right after that, and then I see him as a part of you know how they're building with the girl and the car and the whole thing before he's revealed to being Aunt D, Dixie Carter's nephew, and I'm just like, 
is that Derek Bateman? And then I just, I'm cur- I was curious to see it. I'm like, holy shit, that's Derek Bateman. But then you see the debut of EC3 against the likes of Nor Furnham and the whole nine there, a.k.a. now friggin' Peter Avalon. But still, it's very cool, and it just showed the progression of EC3 and Impact and one of the mainstays and one of the best parts of Impact Wrestling. That, that's the thing as well. They're not just making stars out of ex-WWE talent. I mean, you know who Darby Allin or MGF was? I knew who MJF was. Well, you know everybody. Yeah, right? I, I mean I in general. Okay, yeah, no, it's true, very true. I didn't know there Darby not, knew MJF. I was about to say, it was like, there's not a, a person, a part of AEW's roster that I did not know. Maybe well, except for, like, the weirdos in uh, the Dark Order. Well, I knew no, his aren't. wife, and I didn't want to know Darby Allen's wife after that. Here's the thing about her. Priscilla Kelly is not a bad wrestler. Like, when she was in Shine, I know she did one bout in the Mae Young Classic, but ever since the tampon spot, I'm out. Facts. Yep. Okay, now, I, I will rephrase after Travis. Y'all, <laughs> y'all do know Darby Allen was on, a, I think it was VH1 or something like that. Uh, several years ago, about uh, sex addiction. He had a yeah. sex addiction. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not surprised well, because he was totally married to Priscilla Kelly. What's so wrong with that? Well, they did a lot of true life episodes of that on MTV when they had a sex addiction. Addiction, and this there was this one guy who had like piercings on his eye. He looked like friggin' Aaron Lewis from Stained, and he pretty much, you know, put <laughs> the piercings in that thing. Oh my goodness, it was Buck Wild. Dude couldn't fight the urges. Go ahead. The funny thing about the Darby Allen episode was that he found like an old lady what? or some older lady. Hold on, what? Have, have you heard I about this? Like where this is going? No, I don't. I don't like where y'all, this. Is y'all, going. Don't, y'all don't know about that episode? No. No. Okay, Crossing so borderlines here. Borderline. Borderline. <laughs> so Darby Allen found. I can, I don't know exactly, I can't remember exactly how old she was, but it was a play on that she was a teacher or something, and he was a student, and they had a sexual relationship, but it caught a lot of heat, because it's supposed to be that true life story, where they were like, it's supposed to have been real, but they actually faked it all. Just so they could get on TV. Terrible. Oh, that's you had me nasty. reeling on the edge of my seat. <laughs> that's nasty. Okay, I will rephrase. Uh, MJF, Darby Allen, Jungle Express weren't as well known two years ago as they are now. Facts. And that's because AEW pushed them, so shove it up your ass like the brass rings. Oh, yeah. That was a great line, too. I mean, obviously, you know, it's a typical ex-WWE guy going to another company line, dig at Vince McMahon, but it was a great line. Oh! Oh! I also didn't realize he was signed for 10 years in WWE. Yeah, no What up, Mike? Okay, I was trying to find whatever the hell he was talking about with Darby Allen and the old woman, but yo, I just looked at his friggin' <laughs> well, <laughs> he piqued my interest. I'm like, what the fuck is he watching? Anyway, I digress. Since August <laughs> last month, and now we're in September. Apparently, Darby Allen and Priscilla Kelly are going through a divorce. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. I did not know that. All right, wow. Dirty fucking slut. <clears throat> that right there. Um, God, what else? Okay, so Cassidy gets a win over Helico with the Super Orange Punch, which 
it's funny because nobody criticizes that, but everybody criticizes Roman's Superman punch. Yeah. Um, but I digress. Then gets attacked by PMP, not PP, PNP, <laughs> before best friends make the save and lay down a challenge against uh, Otana and Otis. Otana? Santana. 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 I was like, Ortana. <laughs> yeah, I'm just combining names again, right? Orton and Santana. Got it. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. I found it. I fucking oh, found it. Darby <laughs> reveals how he got booked on TLC. Sex sent me to the ER. Are you fucking serious? Sounds like you literally... Sex sent me physically. to the ER. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, I don't even want to read it. I do. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen bits of that show, and every time it comes on, I just quickly look for the remote. I just... I can't believe this. That's hilarious. Um, Tony interviews Hangman backstage. Hangman takes responsibility for his actions against the Bucks and for, you know, FTR getting a shot against him. On the flip side, JR interviews Kenny Omega, who has a kind of different opinion. Uh, Omega says it's time for him to finally become a single star, as he was expected to be all along. We need the cleaner. He is actually called the cleaner on the website now, isn't he? Yes. Like his nickname. Yes. The thing that I love the most about this is he was like, you know, I was supposed to be the star. And then I, I yelled and I, in my head, I saw the whole part from Star Wars. I was like, you were the chosen one. <laughs> He's like, I gave a year of my life to Hangman. And now you're going to kill everyone. You've been friends for years. I know, right? I was like, you guys were in the elite for a while. <laughs> But it's cool. We're getting a slightly more pissy Kenny Omega, which is good. He needs to get a little bit more serious. And yeah, the Bucks are a little pissy as well. They got fined five thousand dollars each for super kicking Alex Marvez. Who sold it like an asshole? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't quite eye kickstand. He just like fell over. He was just like, he didn't know it how to it, fall. It would have been a great throwback though if they'd have ran out of the dressing room and then kicked Sean Spears. Yep. Bang. <laughs> I just kicked Sean. <laughs> I just kicked Stan. <laughs> Sean Spears is like, really? 14 years later? I would I would actually absolutely pay that off at, at some point. Yes. Or just have Sean like super kick uh, uh, like Evil Uno with a stack of papers in his hand. <laughs> Bam! See, I just kicked Uno. It's just out of frustration because he's not doing anything in AEW right now. Yeah. And his manager's off running around with the tag team champions. Yeah. He's just the Barry Windham not doing shit in the background, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, speaking of FTL, they insult the entire tag team division. Yep. And then feel the wrath of Jungle Express, who dump ice all over him. With some beers. Like, yeah, with some Al. beers. But don't waste the beers. That's what I kept saying. I, I seen it. I was like, it's Miller Light time. It's Miller Light time, and then, and then I was like, okay, cool. I could see that they're getting ready to dump the ice chest on, and I'm like, I hope you took the beers out first, and then they dump it. And there's like still like three beers in there. I'm like, first off, that could hurt somebody, and second off, don't waste a beer. Now it's all shook up. Yeah. I don't want to drink it. That's like an hour's worth of drinking gone. Ruined me. Uh, MJF also fired his entire team. Shouldn't have fired the gum guy, though. That guy was top-notch. Yeah. Top-notch gum guy. 
Um, I'm a little disappointed because I don't get to see Smart Mark Sterling on my TV anymore. I like Smart. <laughs> well, he almost came to blows with Wardlow before he reminded him that he technically works for him. Oh, yep. that was a line that I I I knew this was going to come to a head at some point, and I'm just loving that they're just going to be like, you know what? Let it marinate some more. Yeah. Let it build until it has to pop. Like, that's that's the build I want with these guys. Just something like Wardlow going, I signed a new contract. Bam! Exactly. Exactly. And it could be, like, right after he wins the title or whatever. Oh, yeah. would be kind of cool. Yes. I'm sure we'll get another Battle Royal at the next pay-per-view, so do it then. All right. So I hope somebody's listening. Tony. Make that shit happen. Tony. 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 Not Tony. Tony. There's, a, there's some white claws in it for you. I got a friend that works at Burger King, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, we had a debut next. Uh, didn't exactly go as planned, though, uh, with Ty Conti taking a loss to Nyla. Oh, you know what it is? That pisses me off, because I love me some Ty Nara Conti. Yeah, so underrated in NXT as well. You know what uh, she and... very briefly, by the way, nicely? Sorry to cut you off. You know she briefly teamed with NXT? Um, Remember Zeta Zhang, who was in the Mae Young Classic? Now she's like on MLW and all that shit. Zeta Zhang. Zeta Zhang. Oh. I was going to say, I don't remember being a tag team wrestler in NXT. They did it on a couple of house shows, but they were fine, man. Fine as wine. And Tainara Conti, yes, please. Damn. All about it. All it's about weird, though, because she was so pissed off with her treatments in NXT, and then she debuts in AEW and jobs to Nyla. Yes. Uh, yeah, it doesn't necessarily mean she's going to get the same treatment, though. I mean, Sheeta comes down to make the save um, from Nyla. Ah, I don't want to see another Sheeta and Nyla Rose match. I don't. No. I don't. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I especially don't want to see it if Vicky's going to wear that damn shirt again. Uh. I cannot believe I cannot believe they put that picture on a damn T-shirt. First and foremost, she's a cougar, so shut your mouth. Just the fuck your head. You guys are puking over Vicky Guerrero. Bro, you know what? That's fine. You you want to call her the cougar? Um, I'm not. I'm not in the jungle, baby. That's how I take it. Oh, excuse me, Mister <laughs> Just go put the bath and put the pedals to Jordan Grace, Mister Thick. Mister Thick. I'll hit the sirens as she walks through the door. You make me sick. Move on. <laughs> Move on to the main event, <laughs> uh, which was the TNT Championship. Brody versus Dustin. Dustin going a little blue dust. Blue ah. dust. Uh, match kicks off before the intros are finished, though. And Dustin can't wait to hurt Brody. No, he but, but unfortunately, Brody finishes him off with that discus lariat. Ouch. First of all, Murdered blue him. dust. Every time I think of blue dust, I think of the goddamn blue meaning. Yep. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, that's the point. Didn't he actually do a blue dust once? Yes, that was him in the blue mini. St. Valentine's yeah. Day Master 99, yeah. man. That was it, yeah. Just bizarre. The bizarre one. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Fits the name. Exactly. Um, and then we just finish off with Dark Order joining Brody in the ring, and Brody gives a little blow to Dustin just for good measure. Kicking the ding ding, man. Shattering those dreams. Yep. Well, still shouting. It was. Cold. It was very weird though that we go from that to 
Cody's announcement. You know, your brother's just got kicked in the nuts, but hey, here's a new game show. All right, game show. It's like when Impact used to do back in the TNA, there would be some big angle that Mike Tanay to the back. It was so weird saving that announcement for the end of the show. I mean, it would have been fine somewhere in the middle. Yep, yep. Because, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily a bad thing. You know, good for Cody. Indeed. Just so random. Okay, Kai and Ty over there with your indeed. 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 <laughs> yeah. That was the best. Chappy the peepee. Peepee. <laughs> Chappy uh, the peepee. John... No, Caleb with a K alone. Oh, God. Okay. And John Wayne Bobbitt with uh, Val Venus Man on Raw back in the day because they both had their wangs chopped off. There you go. Uh, hey, nothing uh, says, you know, tank. well, nothing says making sure that it works after nine hours surgery for John Wayne Bobbitt than going to do porn right away. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Yeah, and also true getting test off of life. with uh, Ken Shamrock's sister. Hey. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Ryan Shamrock? I think Alicia Webb was dating X Pac for a little bit. Cool. I you guess. know you deal with the X Factor. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Good. Good for X Pac. That's what I was just gonna say. <laughs> not anymore. He's not. I remember for like a short time he was also dating Nidia. Well, for still a little good bit. for him. Hey, X Pac got around. He did. Went from China to Nidia. Alicia Webb, Ryan oh, Shamrock. Tori. Tori, yeah, huh, Tori? Not Tori Wilson, Tori with an eye. Yep, the other Tori. Tori with an eye. Tori with an eye. Wasn't she the ninja for Raven? I believe she was. Tori with an eye? Yeah, Tori yes. with an eye with the Raven. Yes, I think with she was. The ninja with Raven, yeah. After, after she broke Kane's big red heart. Daddy, daddy that she did. That she did. Bitch. The Jezebel. To quote Jim Ross, Jezebel. The Jezebel. Oh, oh, there was also she also had the the match with Sable at WrestleMania, and it was it was like this weird. Was like, like the drizzling shit? Oh, yes, wasn't she like the obsessed fan with Sable, WrestleMania fifteen? Yeah, I I kind of missed the build up, but that was the gist of it. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, in ten weeks' time, it's time for some real cowboy shit. Promo Series 5, Enemy Lines, is our next special, and the card is taking shape. Emphasis on that as the shape heads into a promo duel with the 2020 King of the Mike El Jefe Moses Marquez. Picking up steam. Pistols are down. Don't watch it. You may have a six-shooter, but I may have some little better fight. Bulletproof vest. Genius. Oh, big talent, yeah. I knew Mike would appreciate that reference. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Very much. The Knowledge Championship in the traditional winner stays on gauntlet. Three opponents are TBC, the Demoness, and it could be one more round with Moses. Well, I'm going to say right now, two that are possible right now are either Alex Dorio from Talking Taker Podcast, Ella J Wrestling Gal Podcast, two to be determined, man. We shall see, Mr. Dazzy Dangerously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Moses and Phoenix have been fighting for almost a year for that over that championship now. So this is Nicola's second shot at the title after Trivia take over, and it didn't really go so well. But you know, she's there, 2012. She's, she's up for the, it. Yeah, she's the female Amir. And speaking of the Demoness, she is still our promo champion and will defend against three opponents in the wait for it 
microphone standoff. Like a microphone standoff. And if that wasn't enough, prepare for a pop culture showdown as Britney Savage faces Mike Larkin in a promo exhibition. Cannot wait, man. Cannot wait. Uh, we understand there will be no takeover that weekend, so the predictions championship will only be on the line for Survivor Series, which means no one-day reign this time. Oh, boy. Hey, man. Hey. Well, first and foremost, you're not just going to just brush over the history that has been made with the predictions championship. You are the first ever four-time predictions champion. Damn Skippy Hippie. But you're also the shortest reigning with one of those one-day reigns. I'm cool with that, man. It's yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not alone now. I just, whatever. <laughs> Fucking Chad. Hey, Chad lost to his goddamn wife, for God's sake. Hey, Whoa. hey don't remind him. Uh, had to say it. Um, <laughs> for more information, go to maxwrestlinguk.weebly.com. Uh, he's just grateful she doesn't watch AEW, so she couldn't defend it. Wait, hold on a minute. Right. That pissed me off. Because, hold on. He's, he, you know, Mr. I want my title back, the predictions title. Friggin', we don't watch AEW. What kind of bullshit is that? Well, she doesn't. Chad does. Oh, all right. Well, I mean, he kind of kind of follows it. All right. I'll accept. Uh, to quote the Phoenix, I'll accept. I'll it. accept that. Yes. <laughs> that needs to be on a t-shirt, Phoenix. It does. It does. Um, the bell has rung, and it's time for us to bid you adieu. So before we go, remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at Max Wrestling UK. We're also on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and CastBox. Cast Bizarre! Yes. And if that wasn't enough, you can find us, as always, on Wrestling with Wrestling with Andre Corbeil. Thank you very much to Andre. You can find me at the Captain 512. You can find Travis at Walker underscore TA92. And Twitch no longer makes your dick itch. So don't be a wanker. Check out Anchor with LFA. Damn right. Check out Anchor for damn sure. The the greatest thing about Anchor is it allows you to go to all those same platforms that Max is available. You know, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, the whole shiggity bang in the nine. So I got some great news. We had dropped. Uh, I dropped the AEW All Out review. I said my piece on Matt Hardy and all kinds of other stuff. Everybody crapped on it. I tried to bring out the positive in the show. So hopefully that kind of puts everybody in the middle. And then uh, the long-awaited uh, part three of episode 50 for Retro Rewind has dropped. Uh, there is a extremely special guest on that show, and the only way you can find out is by listening. There it is. And Mike, who you been talking to? You guys can check me out, SM Show 1 or MCL92 on the Twitter machine and pop underscore culture underscore pod. And if you want to follow some of my Impact stuff at Impact Rewind, you guys can check out the latest edition of the Pop Culture History Podcast with Brittany Savage and I coming this week. And Ella J of a Wrestling Gal Podcast had Brittany on, and she promoted our about coming up a promo series and talked about Max Wrestling and her past promos, which was sweet. That's coming out. And LFC, Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are. Had on LFC fan Stephanie Ferreira talking about her sex and relationships column for Muscle Sport Magazine and just her overall appreciation and love for the LFC Laundry Fighting Championships product. LaundryFC.com, uh, you know, all, we're all over the place. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Cast Bizox, Anchor. Don't be a wanker. Listen to Anchor. You know, the whole nine, man. We're, we're here. We're there. We're everywhere. Wherever you get your podcasting needs, your audio platforms, I'm there with LFC and my own brand and the Max Wrestling Podcast. Just type me in. Google me. Twitter machine. Social media. Wikipedia. 
going down. He's got a Wikipedia? I don't, but I just rhymed Wikipedia, so thank you. <laughs> I just wanted yeah. to make sure. Yeah, I'm trying man. to get it on Wikipedia, it didn't work. Uh, As I said, it makes you extra famous. Yes. Yeah, but even New Jack, also, even New Jack's son. Oh no, no, <laughs> borderline, borderline. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, next week there's only one promo bowl bout before we take a break for a week. It is Mike Jolly versus the untraceable Alexander Rowan. Uh, but before we get to that, of course, uh, keep a lookout for Chris Durham versus Ronald Hill during the weekend. And that, my friends, is the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang. Darby Allen, you sick bastard. <laughs> Shooting guns at noon, partner. <laughs>